Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. I just was training for reigning, really, um, and reigning in the sense of obviously, you know, you win a crown when you win Miss Nebraska, but learning how to be a queen in his kingdom. Throughout the New Covenant, you are told to keep your eyes on Jesus. Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Gloria and Kelly Copeland reveal God's desire for His church in these trying times. Now, here's Gloria. Hello, I'm Gloria Copeland. Welcome to The Believer's Voice of Victory. Kelly Copeland is with me today, and she's going to be helping me and she's all prepared with something good. Amen? Amen. Amen. So where do you want to start today? Well, I was going to start in John 13, but then as we were getting, sitting here and counting down, I looked at John 12. Okay. <laughs> I kind of get that from y'all, I think. Just back it up, back it up. But I yesterday... The Lord will help us. We talked about yesterday, we're, we're coming into a times of change. Things are changing, and it's good. God is perfecting us and helping us and bringing us together in unity as a body, correcting us individually, getting us ready for what's coming. Change is coming. Change. Things are changing. And change is good. You know, it's important that we're not on the wrong side of change. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, I think especially in the church, it seems like, you know, you guys shook stuff up. About really? 50 years ago. <laughs> and you've been shaking stuff up since. But you really did. You were part of what God used to change the status quo as He was moving and changing. You allowed Him to do some things with your life. And you were impactful. And, you know, we're always changing and we're always That's growing. Right. But, you know, just like your kids have growth spurts, there are growth spurts in the Spirit, I believe. I haven't really necessarily found that word in the Bible like that, but I've seen it where you just, it seems like you're walking in what you know and then suddenly what you know is not enough. Yeah, you keep learning. And you you get, face something and you're like, I need to know more. And you grow. Which is always true. It's always true and we're always growing, but God helps us to grow. And if you're not changing, you're not growing. Because His presence, even just the presence of God Himself brings change. So we're constantly going from glory to glory. But I, I cracked open this yesterday about uh, this being in the last days, about things are changing and we have to hold on to the Word. We have to operate and live by faith. That's right. Now's not the time to think, oh, um, you know, I've been wrong to spend so much time learning about faith. I should have been doing this or I should have been doing that. That's what Satan's going to try to get people to do. Well, one thing we know for sure, if it's not the last days, it's our last days. It's our days. last days. That's so right. we need to be on the ball. We do need to be on the ball. Obedient, walking in faith, saying right words. And, 
And the things that you've learned, if you've been partners with us and you've learned here and you've learned from my parents the way I have, you have heard the word. Now is not the time to toss it away. No. Now is not the time, oh, as Hebrews no. 10 says, to toss away your fearless confidence or toss away your faith. Yeah. No. Now God's going to be showing us more things. You're going to be learning. Maybe you've been someone who grew up really knowing the presence of God, really knowing worship. It's time for you to learn faith. Maybe you've been one who's learned the integrity of the word and how faith operates and about your confession. Well, God's going to be bringing you some things to learn. You may be deep, neck deep by next year in worship. And you thought, man, I thought I knew what worship was. Or you may think, you know, neck, head deep, maybe in the presence of God. I believe we all are going to be yes, deeper Lord. and deeper in the presence of God, in His presence in our lives. We are all coming to some knowledge of some new things. But you don't toss away what you already know. Oh, no. You build on that. You build. You build on your strengths. And, and God is so good to bring us these things. But as, he's, as, he, as things are changing, we need to be aware of Jesus in the change. Keeping our eyes on Him in the change. Keeping our eyes on Him in your personal life, in your ministry life, in your work life, family life, church life, global body of Christ life, keeping our eyes on Jesus. So we don't want to allow Satan to sidetrack us, no. divide us. You know, this is, we're in the time when the word talks about in Ephesians, you know, we're, we're to make every effort. Uh, Peter says, make every effort to respond to the promises. Um, Ephesians talks about making every effort to stay unified and walking in love. So that's where we are. We're at place where we, we are, need to be anchored in what Jesus has that's said right. to us and allow him to carry us through this time and to the power packed place he has for the body. Praise to God. me, it's so exciting. I'm, I'm ready. I'm We're fired going. up. We're, and we're ready. growing up, but we're going I, up and we're growing up. You know, when I read and I'm going to read to you from John 12 and 13 and we'll see wherever we get today. I'm not going to rush through this, but, um, you know, when Jesus was preaching and you see it when he was preaching about the sower sows the word, and, you know, he said, you know, people's, their eyes are blinded. They can't see their ears are stopped up. They are not yep. hearing. And he says, their eyes can't see, their hearts can't, can't understand. They are not turning to me so I can heal them. And, and in fact, the, uh, it's in Mark, I think, where he says, lest at any time yeah. they would hear that they would see and, and I could heal and turn to me and I could heal them. So he's, he is he's ready anytime and ready to heal yeah. us. Amen. You um, know, I can see that in my, in our own lives. We were just plodding along, you know, and, uh, we began to hear the word of God and how to, and faith and how to act on it. And we thought, this is, this is it. This is what we need. We weren't being blessed really. We were just kind of existing. And we began to do what we saw in the word. We sat under brother Hagen and Ken was listening to him on his telephone here recently. 
<laughs> Isn't that great that you can go back and hear those marvelous things? And uh, and we began to to learn how to walk by faith. That changed everything. Everything. Everything changed the our ability to be healed, our ability to prosper, our ability for our family to prosper. It's the blessing. When you turn to the Word and you do what He says, the automatic end of that is the blessing. Then on the other hand, when you turn from the Word and you walk in the things that bring a curse, you can just count on it. The curse is going to be there. But we don't want to live there. We want to live in the blessing. And you went suddenly from here to here. Yeah. And Mom, I really believe there's an anointing, a, a, an anointing right now for people to go from here to here, right, wherever right. you're at. Go from here to here in growth, impact, lives changing quickly. Jesus, in Psalm 34, he, it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. And it says that for those that trust in Him, yes. they will not lack anything. That's right. And you I can found trust that Him true. through these days that you're in. Amen. Satan's doing all this stuff, big deal. He's a loser. He's already lost. And yeah, he, he makes a lot of noise. But when you trust Jesus, you will walk through it whole. And, and whatever He wants to do in you, as you allow Him to do it, as you allow yes. Him to love you and minister to you and, and yes, correct you and walk through this with you. You will be on the other side and you'll think, my, my, I didn't know life could be so good. That's, right. That's what he did with you guys. Well, because the Bible says, you know, here's the blessing and here's the curse. And uh, there's a line there. And Jesus redeemed us from the curse, which is every bad thing you can think of. Jesus himself the Bible says, was made a curse for us that we could be free from the curse of the law. Now, it's our choice. We, we want to make Jesus the Lord of our lives and begin to follow Him. That's the, best, that's the best choice. But if you don't make a choice, as somebody said, a choice will be made for you, and it's not good. It's not. Everything changed when we began to give the Lord place in our lives. We began to prosper. We we were healed. Or we had blessing. I mean, it's just it's the difference between the blessing and the curse. And walking through it requires to just keep your eyes on Him. That's he right. loves you, loves you, loves yeah. you. And as we keep our eyes on Him, and like He even got the disciples. What a what a mixed bag of people Jesus chose to. Uh, to work with him. But, and I think chapter 13 is a great example of just exactly the, you know, that they were human. Um, so I want to look at that, but I want us to see that in these days, we need to keep our eyes on him. In chapter 12, it says, um, Verse 43 says, they love talking about the Pharisees. You know, many people, it says, did believe on him, but many didn't. And they were the ones who loved human praise better than the praise of God. You know, that right there is keeping people from following Jesus like they could. Hmm. Even Christians, caring about what people think, caring to meet up with some standard mm. they have and not keeping your eyes on Jesus for his satis, you know, he's, first of all, I love it. Paul says, 
Paul was talking to the Athenians and he's like, you know, you're never going to satisfy those other gods. You're never going to satisfy religion. You're never going to satisfy God. But he's not there. He's there to satisfy you, he said. He's there to meet your needs. You can never meet his needs. He's here to meet yours. And he's here to love you. And so when we serve him, it's because we love him. And we keep our eyes on him and he will get you through whatever you're dealing with today. This week on the broadcast, it's about faith for today. And if we're going to have faith in him and have it for today, we can talk about tomorrow, next week. But faith for today is keeping your eyes on Jesus. Now, what did Jesus say? So how would somebody know today? Well, I go to church, so I must love God. No, that's not, that's not the test. If you keep my commandments, you love me. That's what Jesus said. He taught us to do what he says in the word. And that if we love him, that's what we'll do. So that just finishes it off. I mean, that settles the issue. We live for God or we're out of the will of God, one or the other. You know what I love about living for him is he doesn't give you the whole plan and make you walk it out by yourself. He'll just give you that one next thing to do, that one next thing to say. And it'll all be good. That one next scripture. Now I'm talking about today. What's he going to do for you today? If you look at him and you trust him, he'll do just what he did for mom. There she was in in that house with nothing. And he led her to one scripture that changed her whole life. And it changed her life before she ever even knew it. And before before you know it, it. dad was saved. And then the next thing you know, they're delivered and they're free. And And they're free from everything. And we're blessed and and we're healed. Things never went backwards. Oh, no. That didn't mean you didn't have challenges, but they never went backwards because you kept your eyes on Jesus. And so when he was talking to, he kept talking to the disciples and he says in, in verse 44, it says he shouted to the crowd. See, remember, he's trying to get these life to these people. And yet they care about human praise more than about, you know, their heavenly father. He says, if you trust me, you're not just trusting me, but also God who sent me. Guys, we can trust Mm. Jesus. Says when you see me, you're seeing the one who sent me. I've come as a light to shine in this dark world so that all who put their trust in me will no longer remain in the dark. Say, I will not remain in the dark. I will not remain in the dark. He doesn't want us to remain in the dark. And he says, if we'll trust in him, we won't remain in the dark. So in these days that we have before us, I want to walk. As he is in the light. I want to know what's going on. I want to be on the same page. There's many times in the Bible that the disciples were not on the same page, whether it was, you know, his raising Lazarus from the dead or when he said, let's go to the other side or when he, when he had in mind to feed the thousands. It took them a little bit to get on the same page. But when he was beginning to talk to the disciples about what was about to happen, like I'm going away and all that, they didn't even want to go there. They didn't want to be on the same page. So I'm, let's just see how far into this we can get. And if where we have to stop, we'll stop and we'll pick it up next week. But so Jesus 
It says in verse thir chapter 13, before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and return to his father. Say, Jesus knew. Jesus knew. See, Jesus knew what was going on. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. You know what? The other day, this scripture just really got my attention. Jesus loved his disciples every day when he was there, when, even when he, when he was correcting them, when he was sure. teaching them, when he was leading them. He loved them every day. But now it says he loved them to the very end. You know, that's not just their end. That's our end. We're his disciples. He loves us every day. He loves you through no, whatever you're going through and he'll love you to the very end. I and his love that. directs and his love gives wisdom. His love tells you what's going on. His love doesn't keep you in the dark. So when you trust him, you're the recipient of that love. But you know, it's just like partnership. Jesus, you can't be the recipient of his love without receiving it because he's not going to pour it out mm -hmm. on you. I mean, it's there for you. He, he paid the price for you. you, but so. you have to receive it. You have to trust him That's to called be faith. the recipient of the love that he yep. wants to pour That's out, right. that he's poured out already. He's paid the price, but you have to receive it. It was time for supper and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew, say Jesus knows. He knows, Jesus knows. <laughs> he knows what's going on. Jesus knew that the father had given him authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return to yes, God. Yes, he knew. So do you expect that as he began telling the disciple these things, as you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and he was telling them for chapters and chapters and chapters what was going to happen. He knew what was going to happen and he wanted them to know, but they weren't listening. He wants us to know what's going on. But the question is, are we listening? Are we looking at him? Are we keeping our eyes on him? Are we considering him? Are we paying attention to what he's telling what us? What did he say? If you love me, you'll keep, keep my word. Keep my commandments. We have to be attentive to hear That's what right. he's saying to us. So he knew that he had authority over everything and that he had come from God and would return. So he knew where he came from. He knew where he was going. He knew what today was. He knew what yesterday was and he knew what tomorrow is. That's right. We can trust him. That's right. And we know. And we know. Amen. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around them. Now, I can just see him going, what's he doing? He's never done this before. What's he doing? Peter especially. So all of a sudden, they're not just having the normal Passover celebration. Jesus is doing something different. They're not just eating dinner. Jesus is doing something different. But he knew what he was doing. So he says, Jesus came to Simon Peter. Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? You know what? Of all the disciples, I have to say that of the dis examples here in this one chapter, it's Peter, it's, um, let's see, Judas is, in this ch is an example in this chapter. Philip is in this chapter. Thomas is in this chapter. Of all of these 
in this chapter. I most guess I want to identify with Peter. You know, Peter taught people. He was eager. People think about Peter, well, he did this and he failed, or he did this and he failed. But you know what? Peter was eager. You said yes, it. He, was. he jumped out of the boat. That's he was, was ready for about. what was next, whether he knew what was going on or not. And I so love that about him. I think he's, he was quick. He was quick. Mm -hmm. And he was quick to believe. And he was quick to be corrected. And actually, probably of everybody, Jesus was the most harsh to his face, you know. He said, I don't, to any of you has he said, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> but Peter, he just took it and he learned every time and he grew. Yeah, he but so as we pick up on Monday talking here, we'll pick this up with John 13. Think about that over the weekend and just think about the opportunities that we have every day oh, yes. to jump out of the boat or to be eager and quick to believe Jesus and, and to trust him. Yeah. I think Peter, if you could say one thing about him, even where he missed it, he trusted Jesus. His heart was for God. There's no question about that. It was. He was eager, eager to obey God. Kelly and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.